After hitting near historic lows pre-pandemic, crime has been spiking in many parts of the country, including in the nation's most populous city. Shootings in New York City have more than doubled this year, compared to the same time period in 2019. The city's new mayor has made public safety his top priority. And polls show that New Yorkers agree. About half say crime is issue number one for them. Yes, that is right. New York is finally getting its crime problem under control by banning whipped cream. Finally, we have a city that has become progressive enough that they are willing to make the tough calls and really deal with the root cause of crime in a recent spike that has happened across this country, although thus far, New York stands alone in their commitment to ending this corporate tyranny of the whipped cream lobby. A soulless corporation whose greed knows no bounds and in the pursuit of the almighty dollar, companies such as Ready Whip and Cool Whip have shown no compunction about climbing over mountains of dead bodies of people suffering from the ravages of diabetes, but... It's hardly surprising that we are seeing such lawlessness when crime tastes so delicious. Hey everyone, greetings. Welcome back to Legalese. My name is Bob. Uh, thank you so much for joining me here today. Uh, if you are new to the show, I would especially like to welcome you. Uh, this is a podcast where we uh, discuss all things constitutional law as well as uh, current events in politics and other areas of law as well. Now, real quick, you can find the show in a number of places. Uh, the best one is the video format on Rumble, YouTube, and Odyssey. There's also an audio-only version on Anchor and Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can head over to my Substack page where you can get a good mix of content. I put up uh, video and articles and sometimes kind of a cool mix of both. Uh, and also, you can do some other cool stuff like uh, go support the show over there if you want. And... Uh, you can find the links to all of those, just like usual, down in the video's description. But uh, I'm happy to announce that I finally have like a real, uh, functional, good website, not some kind of half-working thing that I have put together. So if you want to find that information, uh, you can head on over to LegaleaseShow.com uh, and check it out. And you can also find uh, information, uh, how to get in touch with me. Uh, you can find uh, links to third-party sites where I'm a regular contributor and publish articles uh, with people like the 10th Amendment Center. Uh, and you can find a full archive of not only my old podcasts, I used to do categorical imperatives, but this one as well. Uh, and lots of other stuff. You can contact me. Uh, you can also uh, go and read about, and if you wish, pre-order a new copy of my upcoming book, Constitutional Slate of Hand. An Explicit History of Implied Powers. Uh, so go check that out if you want to. That's LegalEaseShow.com. Now today, we are taking a break from the more serious tenor of topics that I tend to discuss for a segment that I do that I love called Ignorance of the Law. Now this is where we discuss and have a good laugh at the arbitrary, hypocritical, ridiculous, or absolutely sure to backfire in some hilarious way laws that are passed all the time. Because as the old adage goes, ignorance of the law is no excuse for breaking it, but I contend it is an excuse for writing and enforcing it. Now, this video will be much shorter than usual because I'm still dealing with a lot of the technical issues that have been preventing me from putting up an episode now for like 
a couple of weeks. So I'm going to keep it brief uh, to get it done, but I have another video coming up uh, either later today or for sure tomorrow uh, talking about uh, the whole thing with the Minneapolis Teachers Union and their new unconstitutional, uh, very illegal, very discriminatory firing policy. And we're going to be looking at that. And a lot of people have focused on why it's discriminatory uh, and, and racist and, and bad on a moral level. Um, but I take a different tack with it. And I've written about that too on Substack if you want to hear about that part of it. But I realize no one's talking when they say this is unconstitutional. No one's talking about what that specifically means in this case. So that's what I'm going to be doing in the next episode is we are going to be taking a look at this new policy. Uh, and we're going to be going back a bit in history too. We're going to be looking at uh, the history of uh, systemic racism uh, in constitutional law. Uh, as well as looking at the uh, constitutional issues at play here in this teachers' union story. Uh, so be looking out for that. But let's get right to the matter at hand for today. Now, this is the story that I'm, I'm kind of starting working from, where it's, uh, it's from a New York NBC affiliate. They say, turns out it's illegal for people under 21 to buy canisters of whipped cream in New York. Now, what is really hilarious is that both the newspaper and the politician who wrote the bill, who they quote extensively in this article, don't understand what the bill says, which is really weird because it was written as what is known as a general business law, which means that it is a law specifically written in a kind of plain English that everyone should be able to clearly and easily understand without needing a lawyer to decipher it for you, which is why I don't really have to go through today here and break down the legalese. I'm going to just be reading you the law in just a moment, and it's very clear and straightforward. And, you know, I, on one level, it's nice to think that they do this uh, until you realize that like 99% of laws out there that are indecipherable gibberish that you would almost have to be a lawyer to understand that a majority of the time those laws too could probably be expressed more or less in plain English but of course the reason so many politicians also happen to be lawyers is because when lawyers write the law they don't do it to make their constituents lives better they do it in a way that provides guaranteed job security for themselves and for the next generation of lawyers to come but anyways like i said the best part of this as we'll be coming back to later is even though the bill is so plainly written that anyone should clearly be able to understand its meaning prima facie the author of the bill clearly doesn't understand the bill he wrote and i am going to uh, be reading right now from the black letter text of the law so uh, let's go right to that. And if you want to look for yourself, you can find this. Uh, it is, uh, if you look up uh, New York GBS, that's general business law. So New York GBS, Article 26, Section 399-HH. That is the law. Uh, and it says, one, whipped cream charger shall mean any steel cylinder or cartridge filled with nitrous oxide that is used as a whipping agent in a whipped cream dispenser. Two, no business shall sell or offer for sale a whipped cream charger to any person under the age of 21. Three, any business within the state selling, offering for sale, or distributing whipped cream chargers shall require proof of legal age prior to allowing an individual to purchase or receive a shipment of whipped cream chargers. 
Such identification need not be required if an individual reasonably appears to be at least 25 years of age, provided, however, that such appearance shall not constitute a defense in any proceeding alleging that the sale or distribution of a whipped cream charger to an individual under 21 years of age. And finally, for any business that violates this provision, uh, that violates the provisions of this section shall be subject to a civil penalty of not more than $250 for an initial offense and not more than $500 for the second and subsequent defense. Now, that's the whole text of the bill. It's very plain, very, very easy to understand. So, now, the bill is written by uh, a guy, uh, Senator uh, Joseph uh, Abidabai or something. I, I, I don't know. Um, and this is what he has to say talking about the bill and uh, in justifying its passage. He says, This new law is an important step in combating a significant problem for many neighborhoods throughout my district. The need to limit access to the sale of whippets first became apparent after receiving constituent complaints about empty whipped cream canisters on neighborhood streets. Used whipped cream cans piling up in our communities are not only an eyesore, but also indicative of a significant nitrous oxide problem. The law will help protect the youth from the dangers of this lethal chemical while helping clean up our neighborhoods. Now, this is clearly a politician doing God's work, and for that, I say thank you, sir. Uh, he goes on to further justify his policy by saying, quote, whipped cream canisters are filled with nitrous oxide, which is often referred to as laughing gas and popularly used as an over-the-counter inhalant because of its euphoric effects. He points out that dental professionals use the chemical during oral surgery to relieve pain, but he claims it is highly addictive and has very detrimental effects if used improperly. He says, studies show that younger people are more at risk when it comes to inhalants because they are inexpensive, easy to obtain, and may provide one of the easiest ways to get high. Whipped cream canisters, he said, are to be legally sold only for cooking, baking, and other proper home purposes. So, the first thing is just to point out that this idea that it is heavily addictive is just a ridiculous fucking lie. Um, but I suppose we all understand that every politician is obligated when talking about the war on drugs, uh, even in this case where they are talking about the stupidest war on the most comically ridiculous of drugs like whipped fucking cream, that they have an obligation to tell some pants-shittingly scary lie uh, to scare people into supporting their otherwise unsupportable drug war policies that always seem to have many more counter-effective uh, parts to them than any good they might possibly do. Now, to the degree this spike in whippet use is even true, and to be perfectly honest, I sincerely doubt it is an issue, but let's say it is. Uh, to assume raising the age to buy a can of whipped sugary deliciousness to 21 uh, as a solution to solving this problem will not only fail to work, I believe it's likely to backfire. Now, its likely use uh, is often by people who are actual addicts addicted to actual drugs like heroin or meth uh, because using nitrous as a chaser to whatever other drugs you are using not only elicits that basic euphoria of the nitrous itself as he mentioned but it acts as what is known as a potentiator to other drugs meaning it enhances the kick you get from the other drugs you just did so 
Since New York's violent crime and steep rise in the rates of open and public drug use in the city uh, have been the result of two very clear policies that have nothing to do with really anything that he was talking about. Now, the first one is their bail reform that guarantees that you will not be held on bail for any crime except supposedly for violent crimes, although what New Yorkers are now learning, how they actually bothered to uh, read the bill before they voted on it, was that many of the violent crimes that they assumed bail reform would not affect are actually specifically enumerated right in the bill, and they have a strictly catch-and-release policy for crimes including violence uh, like assault or robbery. Now, this bail reform policy is certainly not being helped by the fact that we have a a Talcum X-founded and George Soros-funded PAC, known as Real Justice PAC, that has been seen to it that social justice warrior candidates for district attorney are running for and getting elected to office by promising to treat criminals like victims and treat victims like evil white racists and to treat criminal laws that they are duty-bound to enforce as mere suggestions that they might consider possibly uh, enforcing if they feel like it. Now, there has been nothing short of an open declaration by these DAs in a lot of cities around the country from Los Angeles to San Francisco to Chicago to New York, where they are just absolutely refusing to prosecute any theft that falls short of $900, which is why police have simply stopped arresting shoplifters or even people committing robberies because they know not only will that person just be immediately caught and released, but in this case, they're not even going to get a court date. They are, they are not going to be charged with anything. They're going to be caught and released without charges, and they'll be back out on the streets in, in an hour with no consequences. Now, this uh, is essentially uh, the fault of these DAs who are uh, insisting that all of these people who are getting uh, arrested for committing crimes— uh, are really all just, uh, uh, you know, victims. They're, they're from underrepresented minority groups and they're the, with the racism and all of this stuff and, you know, the usual shit. Um, and so I like the way that the uh, YouTuber actual justice warrior puts this. He is fond of saying that these DAs talk about these people like they're not criminals, they're just Aladdin's. They're all just a bunch of Aladdin stealing loaves of bread because they are hungry, and oftentimes they give that bread that they steal to kids on the street who are even hungrier out of the goodness of their own heart, just like Aladdin did. How dare you go arresting all these sweet, innocent Aladdins who are just stealing to feed themselves and their families and poor, parentless children. What is wrong with you? Stop persecuting Aladdin. And it is this policy that have led to a, a uh, system in where people have uh, no fear of uh, scoring drugs, walking into a grocery store, clearing off the shelf of whipped cream canisters or whipped cream chargers, and then just hanging out right outside the store they just robbed to shoot up the drugs they got and do a couple whippets to really get high as fuck 
so they can get ready to go and do that all over again, which would be my guess is why if there is an epidemic of finding epi whipped cream canisters or nitrous chargers on the streets, which seem like a much more likely reason, uh, they're probably finding them next to used needles and broken, uh, you know, bubbles and things like that as well. But that's neither here nor there. That, that part's just speculation, but I'd be willing to bet that uh, that would hold true for the most part. Now, so anyways, what I'm getting to here is that the idea of banning kids under 21 from buying whipped cream chargers uh, is not going to stop the problem. This is absolutely absurd. There's absolutely no reason to think that this is like suddenly become a much bigger deal among youth uh, than it already is to the degree it even is a problem, which I don't really think it is. But, it, it, you know, I would be willing to take on any bet uh, that the causes of the use of these whippets, if, if they are even going up drastically, has very little to do with the kids who are identifying this sugary confection as some kind of uh, drug that they can use. Uh, but I think that it's more likely to become a larger problem now than it is because you should never underestimate the psychological effect of the forbidden fruit. The degree to which that idea alone will raise people's desire to see for themselves what exactly this thing is about that is being banned. And they want to know, why is this being illegal? What, what are people doing with this? Um, and it's, it, it is this. It is this effect of the forbidden fruit. As soon as someone knows they can't have something, they immediately want it. And I have a feeling that that would drive many, many more kids to abusing nitrous oxide than are currently doing so now. But the bill's other sponsors and supporters in the New York Assembly seem uh, just as blind to uh, that obvious truth about the actual problem of crime and drugs in their city. And I have another quote here from uh, another uh, Assemblywoman who uh, sponsored the bill but also clearly doesn't understand what it says. Uh, and this is a colleague of uh, Joe Jojo Ababadobo, uh, and her name is uh, Stacy Pfeffer Amato. And she says, quote, Our bill will greatly improve the quality of life throughout our state by removing the unused whipped cream canisters from our streets and pre preventing their dangerous misuse, excuse, their dangerous misuse among our youth. Now, if you haven't quite picked up on this discrepancy yet, and I imagine you have, obviously, but the bill itself is clearly talking about nitrous oxide canisters that can be used in conjunction with whipped cream canisters. That is what their bill said. Their bill bans the sale of these separate nitrous canisters and chargers. And yet, the article, the author of the bill, and his co-sponsor keep repeatedly referring to it as banning whipped cream canisters, which means banning people from buying the fucking standard can of whipped cream that you find right on a grocery store shelf, and that is not what their law does. So, 
while writing, what's interesting is while writing the script for this episode, I came across a much more recent tweet uh, from uh, Senator Abidi Bidi Bobo uh, pointing out how uh, the way that this is being phrased in this article is completely wrong and pointing out that, no, this doesn't affect whipped cream canisters after all. So he says in a tweet, quote, This bill is not intended to prevent people under the age of 21 from buying whipped cream dispensers, but the small individual chargers or cartridges inside the whipped cream canisters that is the target of this law, end quote. And this, too, entirely undercuts his entire fucking point. Because to the degree that young people are getting a hold of and using this drug, they're not getting a hold of the chargers because those are not especially easy to get a hold of. Those are usually only sold at stores where you have to be over 18 to buy just about anything in there, if you get what I mean. Um, and so the fact that he's saying, well, no, the whipped cream canisters and the nitrous in them uh, are create a, a drug that gives you a really good euphoric high and kids should stay away from them because this stuff is so good um but he and he's saying the problem is that it's too available it's too it's too easy for these kids to get but he's not banning the easy and available version for them to get and instead banning the much more difficult to procure version just the pure nitrous charger itself these people have absolutely no fucking idea what they are doing. Now, there's two obvious explanations here, uh, and I think both will likely prove, prove true in their own way uh, eventually. And the uh, immediate explanation is one of ignorance. The people like Senator Bitty Bitty Bobo uh, are so eager to do something, they don't ever really stop to wonder if they are being as clear as they think they are, and assuming that everyone else has the same complete understanding of his own unspoken intentions as he does. And that is the reason he can repeatedly misspeak to the media and then get annoyed when the media quote him misspeaking. And... I believe his ignorance will absolutely leave the door open for uh, also, on top of this ignorance, a misunderstanding through malice. Because future politicians and law enforcement officers and regulators will likely use the confusion to ban the sale of whipped cream itself without an ID. Because if there's one thing that we know is always true about governments at all times, if you crack the door to enforcement, they will begin to over-enforce in a way that always ex escalates to the very most extreme degree. But the thing is, we don't even have to wait to see if stores are going to misinterpret this law, because they already are. This is a picture, uh, and for those of you who are watching the audio-only version of this, uh, there is a sign in a grocery store hanging over a shelf of whipped cream canisters that said, Did you know, effective on August 12, 2022, we will be IDing for whipped cream. You must be 21 years old. So they are clearly saying it is against the law to buy the thing that the guy who wrote this bill says it's clearly not against the law. And it is because of this. Uh, and perhaps this was the intent all along. I don't know. Um, or perhaps this is the best reading of the law that 
One could imagine a creative prosecutor arguing that selling a whipped cream canister containing a whipped cream charger in it constitutes the selling of a whipped cream charger. I guess, in theory, a youngster could buy a can of Ready Whip, break it open, and remove the cartridge of nitrous oxide, which I don't know why they would do that when you can just use it without breaking open the cartridge. Uh, but anyways, this is, this is exactly the thing uh, that Senator Abidi Baba Bobo uh, says is uh, not his target, and yet that is exactly the thing that we are seeing stores ban. Which again brings me back to perhaps this was his intent all along. Now, the store's reactions, as described uh, in that NBC story, uh, might thus far also reflect a chilling effect, where the law leads to cautious people who avoid even conduct that might possibly in the future violate the law, even if it doesn't violate the law currently at all now. At the same time, such a chilling effect is pretty foreseeable, especially when your own press release quotes the sponsor and the author of the bill repeatedly talking about removing whipped cream canisters from our streets. It's hard to say exactly what is driving these stores to ban things that aren't actually banned. Uh, a misunderstanding of the law might be making them think that they are selling, that selling a can of Ready Whip is itself a criminal offense. Uh, or perhaps they understand that this is how governments operate. And even though this isn't uh, illegal, it likely will be in the future. And they will take the chance to regulate another activity that they don't have the ability to regulate now. And they will just go completely fucking overboard. So, I mean, just look at recently the way Congress over the uh, past few years has gone from talking about uh, bump stocks allow you to fire a gun faster than you can without a bump stock. Therefore, a bump stock is a machine gun. Now, keep in mind, they are not saying a gun with a bump stock on it is a machine gun. No, they are saying the bump stock itself is a machine gun, which is just a small piece of plastic and a spring uh, and if you've never seen one, I assure you they don't fire bullets and they're not a gun. Um, and uh, as we've talked about very recently with the new assault weapons bill they just passed in the House uh, that they are trying to force through, they have now bec uh, started discussing uh, any gun with an adjustable stock or a pistol brace is a machine gun because a bump stock is a modified stock or brace with a spring that increases the rate of fire. So, now, even a stock or a brace whose only effect is to help you hold your gun steady and reduce recoil to help improve the shooter accuracy uh, and is a gun accessory that, again, does not fire bullets itself, um, that doesn't function as a weapon, that they are still saying now that even just a plain stock or brace qualify as a machine gun, even though... When you use them, there is absolutely no possible way to use them to increase the ability of the shooter to shoot faster than he otherwise normally would on a semi-automatic rifle. So, we should not be surprised that store owners are now refusing to sell whipped cream without an ID because 
they are either not well informed enough to realize that those things are technically not illegal or they are informed enough about the criminal justice system to understand that even following the law when selling cans of whipped cream that isn't illegal doesn't mean the government won't pretend it's illegal and punish you for it anyway. Because, as always, ignorance may no be excuse may be no excuse for breaking the law, but it is an excuse for making and enforcing the law. Well, that's all I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in here uh, to Legalese. I, I will be back very soon with that next video talking about the teachers union thing uh, and all of that. So make sure you subscribe to the channel so you always get updates when uh, new stuff like that comes out. Let me know what you thought about the video by, uh, if you know you liked it, hit that little thumbsy upy button. Uh, if you hated it, hit that thumbsy downy button. Uh, leave me a comment. Let me know what you thought about this. I always do love a chance to uh, hear from you guys and interact with you in the comment section. So, yeah. Anyways, that's all I really got for you today. So, until next time, this has been me, Bob, uh, for Legalese, talking about whipped cream canisters. And, of course, as always, Cartago de Lenda Est.